When we talk about organizing, we're often thinking in larger contexts of organizing an entire kitchen or an entire closet. Those are massive undertakings that we often spend entire days with clients on. So how do you set up your home to be more organized when you have limited time? You create stations. Stations are something I totally stole from my days teaching elementary music when I would set up four stations in my classroom. Each station assessed a different skill via a different activity. Students would play xylophones, write a response to a performance, notate melodies, and more independently in these stations during which I could walk around and assess where each child was with each skill. It took a ton of planning on the front end. And when I did that prep work, it worked seamlessly in the classroom, provided there were like no fire drills that day. So how do stations apply in your home? Simple. When we think of organizing our home, we usually think about the space itself to be organized. But in today's episode, we'll walk through how to think less about the space itself and more about the function of the tools within that space and their workflow to be more organized overall. Hey, I'm Taylor Vogel, owner and lead organizer of Sort Organization Services, and this is Organized You. I'm here to help you tackle the shame, roadblocks, and sticky logistics that prevent you from achieving your organization goals. Get ready to be empowered toward creating spaces and systems that actually serve you. We see you and know that you want your home to look and feel organized. The problem is that you've purchased the products, read the organizing philosophies, scoured Pinterest, and realized that your situation is unfortunately unique. Lucky for you, at Sort Organization Services, we know that you want custom organizing support at a fraction of the cost. That's why we created the Sorted Circle, a private online membership community that will inspire and support your organization goals for only $10 a month. Membership only opens twice annually, so visit our website and join the waitlist today. You'll find joy and inspiration in our community of motivated and judgment-free members who share their own stories and support each other every single day. Never organize alone again. Add your name to the Sorted Circle waitlist today at thesortedcircle.com. That's T-H-E-S-O-R-T-E-D-C-I-R-C-L-E.com to add your name to the Sorted Circle waitlist today. When you create a station within your home, it can be easy to jump in and just start moving things around. But what's more important is that preliminary thought work. Stations are often easier to explain using an example. So today I'm going to use the example of a baking station. We likely all have kitchens and we know how frustrating it can be for the items we use for different tasks to not be readily within reach. So for a baking station, we'll talk through how to think about our space in a way that allows us to most efficiently bake, thereby decreasing our frustration with baking and increasing our enjoyment of it. I would recommend starting any station by doing a mental dress rehearsal of the tasks that I complete during my time in that station. And I personally really prefer to plan backwards. I usually do this with paper and pencil or a whiteboard to get these steps firmly in order. When I bake cookies, my favorite thing to bake, 
I know that my end step of the process is going to be putting the cookies into a container once they've cooled. Like that is the very last step. Working back for, backward from that step. So thinking of that as the very end goal and then moving backward, I have the cookies are moved to and cool on the rack. The cookies are pulled from the oven. The cookies are scooped into the baking sheet, which is then placed into the oven. The dough is chilled. The dough is mixed, usually in my stand mixer. The wet ingredients are creamed in the stand mixer while I hand mix the dry ingredients. I line the baking sheet or sheets with parchment paper. I set out butter to soften. I pull my recipe on the iPad or from a cookbook and set it on a stand in my kitchen. I gather all of my ingredients from the fridge and the pantry. And then the very first step is I shop for all my ingredients. So you can see that there are like a lot of steps in baking cookies. And if my baking tools are not in order when I go to perform these tasks, or if I'm having to dig baking sheets out from under heavy casserole dishes when it's time to bake cookies, I will likely either not actually bake the cookies or I will likely not enjoy the process of baking said cookies. Going through your list of tasks, note the tools you need in order from beginning to end. So work backwards from your backwards this time. For my cookies, this looks like I need ingredients. I need a cookbook or iPad stand. I need baking sheets, parchment paper, my stand mixer, mixing bowl and spoon or spatula, space in the fridge to chill the dough, uh, my oven, <laughs> trivets or stove space to place hot baking dishes, cooling racks, and containers for storing the cookies. Now that I can see all of my tools in order from beginning to end, I can think through how I want to create a flow of those items in my kitchen. It's easy for me to grab a spoon or spatula from the crock beside the oven, so I don't need to adjust where I keep those. But it might mean keeping the mixer and my cookbook on opposite sides of the sink so that I don't get splatters on the book. It might mean setting up the cooling racks in a spot other than the bar since the dogs can reach there. But when I see all of the tools I need to use, I can think clearly through how they are used. I also really like to organize stations as much as possible from left to right, meaning that the leftmost space is used for the first task when possible. My kitchen is oriented in a way that makes this pretty convenient. So I have my stand mixer on the left of my sink in a cabinet underneath. And I just pull it up whenever I need it. My cookbook stand is to the right. My baking sheets and cooling racks are all stored vertically near the oven. And my parchment paper is nearby. I even have a spot by the fridge to soften butter in a dish. I know these are all tasks that need their homes, so when I go into baking mode, I've aligned my kitchen to transform easily into a big baking station. Likewise, it's a lot easier to put items away when their order of operations is considered and their storage spaces are near where you perform the task in a typical baking session. Stations are a great way to create a system that helps your home be more efficient. So what other stations might exist in your home? Uh, you might have a getting home station where you can set down your bag and have a service to empty it out and go through its contents. Maybe you even have like a little trash can nearby where you can toss receipts or gum wrappers that end up in your bag throughout the day. You might have a makeup station or it might be time to make one if you don't have one. Often our home desks serve strictly as a workstation, which lends itself to thinking through this process 
pretty easily. You might create a station more specifically, though, around paying bills or meal planning. Perhaps you're expecting a new baby and you want to set up a changing or a nursing station in baskets. There's lots of stuff on Pinterest about that. Whatever you decide on, though, these are all systems that require you to think through the task more than the space utilized. So give it a go. Name a task that you wish ran more smoothly or efficiently in your home and then try working through this process and making it into a station. Thank you so much for listening. You can find show notes on our blog at sortorganizationservices.com and learn more about how I'd love to help you achieve your organizational goals.